Welcome back to The Foreign Object. I am your host, Anue Drudo, alongside my co-host, Walk With Gio on Twitter. And this is The Foreign Object. And welcome back. Welcome back. To The Foreign Object. The longest running weekly episodic podcast in podcast history. That is not no. true. Don't look that up. That's not true at all. Joe Rogan has like a thousand. Yeah, but the difference between no. us and Joe Rogan is that we're not boring. No, he's not boring. He told this story the other day about how he was on shrooms and he went to go train with this like black belt um, in martial arts. And he had just this weird vibe about of, about the dude. He's like, bro, this guy's weird. And then he was like, a couple weeks later, he found out that he got arrested for rape or something like that. Interesting. So he's like, see, I'm sure that story is not a boring story, but I'm sure the way he told it is boring. He's like, and then I felt like, you know, this guy just has a weird, you know, vibe. Nah, he doesn't talk like that. Yeah, he does. Nah. He's like, have you ever heard of... Nah, like, he talks more like how I'm talking right now. No, he's like, have you ever heard of, like, these dudes that just slap each other until they're knocked out? It's crazy. That's how he talks. It, it might depend on who he's with, but enough about Joe <laughs> Rogan and let's get into wrestling. Shout out to Cardi B. Shout out to Cardi B. Um, did you see it? Did you I see did her tweet? See it. I did see it, but I kind of, um, because her last tweet about Guerrero, I already assumed what she basically confirmed, which is she used to be a wrestling fan. Well, what was her tweet about Guerrero? I didn't see that. Um, Something about light, cheat, and steal, like Eddie Guerrero or something. I All can't right. remember what she was responding to, though. Yeah, so she responded to a tweet that said, uh, so how Cardi B know about Eddie Guerrero? Right. And she, quote, retweeted that tweet and said, I used to watch wrestling. My faves are Booker T, Batista, Eddie, Triple H, Edge, and Lita. And right. I said, those are my favorite <laughs> things to do, too. Every day. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Those are also every Hispanic wrestling fan's favorites. When, when Yeah, she left out Randy wrestling. Orton. But yeah. She probably didn't get to that era. That's right. Um, That's yeah. More... There's a lot of uh, wrestlers responding to that. Booker T included. Yeah. Um, Booker T replied. Uh, Carmella replied with a picture of her, what she wore on SmackDown, saying that it was, um, she inspired the look. Um, it's actually inspired by her album cover. So that's cool. Um, let me see if anybody else responded. Uh, Dana Brooke replied. Um, Ziggler replied. Um, Booker said, I can dig that. Appreciate the love. Yeah. It's um, always fun when someone in the mainstream mentions wrestling and it's like not John Cena or Hulk Hogan or The Rock. Yeah. It's always fun. Um, And that brings me to kind of what we were talking about this weekend. Uh, we were just on a loophole, as always, of wrestling content. Um, we started with a video of tattoo artists reacting to wrestlers' tattoos. And Right. A lot of the tattoo artists knew the wrestlers and were like popping for like people like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that. And then we got to a video of uh, Jimmy Fallon when he had the wrestlers on for Mania Weekend. Right. And I asked you, like, no, what did I, I asked you something about Jimmy Fallon being a wrestling fan. Right. Yeah. Something yeah. like if he's a casual. Um, and it makes me think, I feel like there's a lot more wrestling fans than we think there is out there. 
Um, yeah, especially now. I mean, I think and I feel can... like a lot of times, a lot of them keep it a secret. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I was guilty of that kind of like when I was in middle school. Cause I think there comes a time where like, it becomes uncool to like wrestling, whether that be like someone's age or just the era of how wrestling is. Yeah. But there's definitely this like huge audience that is real low key about liking wrestling or maybe not low key, but you just wouldn't assume. Kind of like uh, Macaulay Culkin. He's a big wrestling fan. He's been involved in indie shows, same yeah. as his uh, girlfriend Brenda Song, who's an actress. She's a wrestling fan as well. And who would have ever thought that? Yeah. Um, we have Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Right. Which is a um, if you don't know who Rick Rubin is, he is a producer across all music genres. Um, a lot of people in, I mean, Cardi B, for example, a lot of people right. in hip hop, Cardi B, Migos. Yeah. Migos have the um, Ric Flair drip. I don't know Bad how Bunny. much of a fan they are. Right, right, uh, right. Bad Bunny. Um, and you could kind of tell how much of a mark each person is because like Bad Bunny had the right. cameraman jumpsuit from the WWF era with the block logo. Yeah. Um, so that alone, you could tell like, okay, that guy Nobody's going to spend money on something like that just for clout. It's right. It just isn't the thing yet. Yeah. You know what? I feel like every year at some point, there's just this random explosion of celebrities um, involving themselves in wrestling culture. And it's almost like the wrong time to do it because I would think the right time to do it is like mania season. Yeah. So they could bring you in or something, have some fun. But like. It's kind of similar like a few years ago when when one of the uh Jenners was wearing the NWO shirt. Yeah. Um and then after that there is like plenty of celebrities kind of rocking the NWO shirts and then you know kind of the same when um uh, Cleveland won the NBA finals they yeah. came out with the Warriors the uh, Warriors yeah, LeBron James shirt. had the the Ultimate Warrior shirt. Yeah, and I feel like stuff like um, that. Kevin Love had the Steve Austin title. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, Who else? I think in the NFL, somebody had the world uh, yeah, the world heavyweight title. Right. I don't know if... I don't know. I think it's just because wrestling culture has become really cool. Yeah. That a lot of celebrities want to embrace it, and there's some that are definitely Mark's. Like, like maybe Cardi B in the past, probably not so much now. Uh huh. Um, and then there's the ones that just kind of use it. I mean, it pains me to say Migos using Ric Flair has its downs as well because I see people that I like went to high school with that don't watch wrestling, and their like Twitter display name is Ric Flair, but it's spelled R C or R I C K, and it's just like, yeah. okay, come on. And then you just gotta like die slowly yeah you see that and you're like yeah. but you i feel like um Blair. i feel like wrestling culture has is just huge so huge yet at the same time it's still like underground it's still low-key yeah is it to the point where people are wrestling wearing wrestling tees like how the rock tees are now like people wear rock bands like nirvana right they've never heard a nirvana song you know, they just um, I think it was getting to that with 
with the NWO T. Okay. And then I think it kind of slowly faded away before it got to that point. Yeah. Um, I think that is kind of happening with Ric Flair just as a character. Yeah. People are buying Ric Flair tees. Ric Flair tees. Yeah. Or they're, you know, trying to use his gimmick or. Yeah. You know. Well, I think, I think that could only go so far because the market right now with wrestling shirts, either buy one from the shop that's terrible. Right. Or you buy one from wrestling for sale. And you got to pay a a hundred dollars for a T-shirt that was worn by some fat by slob. someone else, <laughs> right? And it right. might have like a nacho stain on it. No, just kidding. I don't think he sells like bad. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in mint condition. The stuff he collects and sells. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you could always kind of tell also like a true fan based on like what they're wearing. Yeah. And like, like I don't think you could see someone with a Bullet Club shirt. That doesn't watch wrestling and they're just wearing it for clout. Yeah, no, for sure. No, I think it would, I think if anything, it would probably just be like NWO, Flair, DX, maybe. DX, maybe. Um, and that's it. Oh, I know a few people that wear like, you know, the WrestleMania shirts where it has like all the superstars on them. I know a few people that wear those and might not be wrestling fans. Oh, in 2019. But but we might not. I used to hate those shirts. Because yeah, because when your parents buy you those, it's because <laughs> they were at Walmart and they were like cheap knockoff. Yeah, instead of shirts. like the ones that they're wearing on TV. Yeah, right. yeah. It's always funny um, wearing like old school wrestling shirts. Like I have a, a Hot Rod shirt, and then I have the Macho Man shirt. I have the NWO shirt. Um, I think that's it. The Cactus Jack shirt. I'm the wearing one you're wearing right now. Yeah, remember that time that guy thought it was Rob Zombie? Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know why anybody would think that. But um, it's kind of cool to wear those kind of shirts and then you're out in public and someone was like, hey, isn't that wrestling? I used to watch wrestling. Yeah, that's it's, that thing with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's the thing with, uh, yeah, is Macho Man still around? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> there is this one time where I was on Twitter and this girl posted a picture and she was, uh, she's not going to hear this, but. She's pretty hot, and <laughs> I think it was like a Survivor Series shirt or something. Okay, that had um, Shane and um, was this Survivor Series when Shane and Kurt had the match? Like no. their old match, yeah, King yeah. of the Ring. She had some pay per view, and it had Shane McMahon and Kurt Angle on it. And I was like, "What? You watch wrestling?" And she was like, "I used to. I love Kurt Angle's bald head." That's weird. So I didn't okay. know if she was That's ribbing. weird because Kurt Angle was not bald in that match. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe she just liked Kurt Angle's bald head after then. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But that was her response. And I was like, now I don't know if you actually did watch wrestling. Or right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it might have been Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels on the shirt. Maybe then. Something. He was bald yeah. when he was in that feud. Sure. Yeah, I think that's he what He had been bald for a minute. It's always weird. Um, I don't know. It, it's weird. And then, oh, well, sorry to cut you off, but after she said that, I was no longer interested. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't compete with uh, Kurt Angle's bald head anyways. 
Um, but it's weird, like being out in the wild and like wrestling comes up and you're not sure if, if they're actually a fan or if they've just seen Transformers starring John Cena, you know? Yeah. And then you don't know, you don't want to be weird and be like, yeah, man, I can't believe they're pushing AJ Styles. Cause then they're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? Exactly. Um, but speaking of John Cena, TMZ, uh, I guess got a video of him saying that he's ready to retire or something. Um, yeah, supposedly, I don't know. Um, there's been a lot of John Cena news recently. There was that, and there was also him saying, I think what everybody already knows, which is that no one man can hold the company anymore. Yeah. Um, which I think I've felt for a long time anyways. I think everyone has. Um, but yeah, he said he was ready for retirement, I guess. Yeah. Um, is that a surprise or no? No, it's not a surprise to me. Um, or is it more of a surprise to actually hear it come out his mouth? Yeah. It's more of a surprise for him to say it before it actually happens. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, it's not a surprise to me that he would be contemplating retiring soon. What is the retirement match for you? What do you think that would be? Oh, man, you know what? I really do believe John would put over some younger guy just because it happened with him. Yeah. Uh, Where he, he was put over by The Rock. It took two years, but still he was put over by him. I think he would go as far as uh doing the same thing. Uh-huh. I don't know who. Um, I think maybe Seth could be a potential. Wait, what do you mean he was put over by The Rock? By The Rock. WrestleMania 29. Not twenty. Both no, of them were old no. already. But so, but the same thing with Hogan and The Rock. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's why I said Seth Rollins so then, because while he's still AJ in the, he's already established. <laughs> no, 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 that's pushing it. Like Seth Rollins, he's already established star. But then getting the win over yeah. Cena, like maybe say Mania, yeah, is that extra? Or in his retirement match, is that extra like blessing of passing of the torch or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, but. You don't think you'd have to pass it? He'd have to pass it to someone that's a forever babyface. Um, no, no. Oh, then if it's a no, then maybe he'll pass it to Lars Sullivan. Okay, calm down. Uh, no, 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 no. Please don't ever say that <laughs> name again in my. Oh man. Um, I think for me, I think he has to pass it to Finn Balor. Um, nah, I, nah, nah, I, don't, I don't know think, if I would want to see that Seth. match. I think, yeah, I think it's Seth. Yeah, for sure. I think if if anything, because if if it's not AJ Styles, which is already, he said, this is his last contract, right? So he's gonna retire soon, maybe in the next five years. Like, he'll wrestle another five years and then he'll be done. Um. So I think if anything, if there's someone that they're going to let carry the company, even though he also said that not one person could carry the company, now it's more people, but you still need that poster boy. It's going to be Seth Rollins, I think. Yeah. And if not, Drew McIntyre. That would be interesting. But what about Roman? We're leaving Roman out. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think those are all contenders. I think to have Roman, Drew, Seth, 
Oh, a handicap match. Everybody maybe John maybe Cena. Baron Corbin kills the ruthless aggression era and retires Altogether. two of the biggest stars from that era. Uh, I was thinking the same thing, but I think the idea of him, like him beating Kurt Angle, was enough. Sure. Right. Especially with what I said in that weekend, him kind of passing the torch of like during the ruthless aggression era. Uh, Kurt Angle was one of the biggest heels in the company. Yeah. And he's passing that torch, I felt. I felt like that was the torch that was being passed when Corbin won. That heel, bald-headed heel company. Right. I wonder it's if that like, lady on or that girl on Twitter, that woman on Twitter... Is a Corbin? ...would fan? also like uh, Baron Corbin's bald head as well. No, you think, need to follow up and ask. What do you think about Baron... Baron Corbin's bald head. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not interested anymore in knowing anything about her okay. opinion. Well, I am. I'm interested, so. Um, but, yeah. Moving on, on to um, the future of wrestling. Okay. It's not in Saudi, I'll tell you that much. We'll start there. Yeah, And then okay. we're going to work our way to New Japan. All right. Um, because those were the so big shows. So we will shows. not talk about one show that happened in the United States. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. Um. So, Super Showdown was on Friday. It was. And if you watched it like me, you probably wasted a lot of your day mm-hmm. on terrible wrestling. Uh, For the most part, yeah, I would agree. Uh, l- let me rephrase that. Because the wrestling wasn't terrible. The wrestling was good. Uh, I think... With the exception of the main event, no. With the exception of two matches, the wrestling was terrible. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the wrestling was just wrestling throughout the night. Okay, right. But the like show was terrible. Show was terrible. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um. It seems to all be I was same. invested. It, it, they seem to be getting worse every time they do a show in Saudi. Uh, well, yeah, that's how that's how it goes. Every year they do Mania, it's worse. Just kidding. Um, wow, this one was better than Mania. So the only uh, match it, I yeah, was invested. Let's invest- start there. <laughs> let's start with them uh, selling the show as better than WrestleMania or. Just as big or whatever. Right. I mean, but that I think it's obvious why they were selling it as that. No, don't. To. You think Saudi? One hundred percent. No, one hundred percent. You have to call this show bigger than Mania or better than Mania. One hundred percent. Ass. One hundred percent. Okay, then if you're paying me to do that, then I'm gonna try my best to put on a show that's as good or better than Mania. Because I'm saying it right. Sure. So. Why would you advertise something and because then they're not going to talk about it gonna... on Raw anyways? But still, there's fans watching it. I I watched and I was like, "Wow, this is trash!" And you guys were advertising it as the. Well, next I think that's obvious though. When you're looking at the match card, you know it's not going to be better than Mania anyway. So why why go into it with with that thought? Well, why in your give head? us a trash match card? Because it's WWE. If you know brother. that's what you're gonna advertise it as, because it's not trash to Saudi, you can give them. I could. You can give them uh, 
Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega, they, and they would enjoy the match. They, I wouldn't. Probably thought it was trash too, because I didn't hear no, not no, one. No, they huge were pretty pop. hyped, and you know what? They were super hyped for whatever reason in the pre-show with the revival Nusos. Well, Which because, was one of the only two matches I thought was good. Because it's the Revival and the Usos. They put on great matches all the time. Right. But they were super hyped. Um, I don't know. They get I more I excited know. for the entrances than the actual match. Of course. I the think matches, everyone it's should. It's so quiet during the matches. I don't know if it's because it felt like 100 degrees inside the building. Yes. And everybody was drained, including the wrestlers. Or if they were just there to pop for me, their entrance music. I mean, that's why I go to wrestling shows. Really? Yeah. Well, don't you know now? Don't you know now? Nobody watches wrestling for the wrestling. That's true. So they don't watch wrestling for the wrestling, but they complain that there's thirty-minute segments going on before there's actual wrestling. Yeah. And when there's actual wrestling, they complain about it too. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I think the revival Usos was good, and I think Andrade Finn was good. Anything other than that, I, Andrade I didn't, I didn't Finn like was all right. They've had better matches. I'm putting also into thought that it felt like 100 degrees in there. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I don't know. For me, I, if I'm, it was I'm also going to say Randy Orton Triple H was good. I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't say that match was good? No. I think both of them had have had better matches, well, yeah. especially against each other. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, ten but times for the night, matches. that match was good for the, like for that event. I don't know. It show. was it was thirty minutes of rest holds. That's what I like. No, that's what I like about Triple H. But it wasn't Triple H. It was Orton. That's what I like about Triple H versus Orton. No, give me all the rest holds, brother. No, 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 no. You know why? Because that gives me time to get on Twitter and shit on the show. Sure. Um, I could imagine if it felt 100 degrees in the arena, it must have felt 200 in the ring when there was 50 guys piled in all at once. Yeah, for the 50-man uh, battle royal. Yes, the largest battle royal in WWE. I'm glad that they did that instead of the largest Royal Rumble because that's dumb. It also would have been really longer. and We'd have to hear about that forever. Yeah. Um... Which was won by, um, what's his name? Musar, I think. I don't know his name, but um, he won. Hometown hero. Home, hometown hero. Home country hero. Home country hero. I don't know if he's from Jeddah. But, I don't know. Um, I think, you know what? The crowd was ecstatic, though, when he won. They were, and he had supposedly cut a really good promo. I couldn't hear yeah, it. I couldn't hear it because you were vacuuming. I was not vacuuming during the match. You were. No, I was vacuuming after the match. Yeah, after the match when he was cutting the really good promo. No, I was not. <laughs> Somebody Anyways, was vacuuming, and that's it wasn't why I me. couldn't hear. How, would, how could I be vacuuming if I was watching the fucking show? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure you're vacuuming. <laughs> Anyways. I wish I was vacuuming um, during that show. Yeah, and and I don't know. I have nothing else to say, and I don't even want to comment on the main event. I, I just there's nothing to say that already has not been said. I mean, but the people want to hear. But <laughs> what you have to say? I don't have anything to say though, and I especially I don't have anything good to say. It, and it, it what did you expect, really? What did anybody <laughs> expect? <laughs> I expect no. I didn't get what I expected because I expected Undertaker to die, and that didn't happen. 
No, but Goldberg almost did. Which is the complete opposite of what I expected. So Goldberg is legit. All right. I said I had nothing to say, but I'm going to go off. Goldberg is one of those people who go to the gym and get big, but they can't fucking do anything. They are. They can't run. They can't lift anything. (laughs) They can't fucking walk up stairs without getting, you know, it's like those people who are buff, but I look at them as a fat person. I'm like, I could still outrun them. I could still outcompete them because they're just buff to look buff. Same thing with Goldberg. He can't fucking lift his own weight for a choke slam. He can't lift up. Oh yeah, man. Undertaker. That's that's embarrassing. It's terrible. You can't get choke slammed, brother. All you had to do is jump and land on your back. <laughs> Matt Riddle had every right to be fucking talking shit on Twitter about how Goldberg is the worst wrestler ever. I don't know yeah. why he was doing it, but he had every right to do it. I kind of want one more Undertaker match. Just to After that, just, no, you no, really. Just to be sure that it was Goldberg's fault that that all went down. I don't think it was though. I think it was both of their fault. No. Oh, okay. It, I don't know. It was what it was. Um, Undertaker was visibly upset. There was oh, supposedly yeah, was some kind of backstage confrontation after the fact. I don't know how true that is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't make me... It, it doesn't surprise me that Undertaker and Goldberg, two 50-year-olds... Are washed. Are washed and cannot have a match against each other. I never thought in 2019 the Undertaker would have to carry a match, and it was a terrible one. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't surprise me. It also doesn't want. It doesn't make me want any other Taker matches. I really just want him to hang up the boots, hang up the hat. He should have done it after he did the job for Roman, and he would have ended his career on a high note. I think. But this was just horrible. Um. I think. The Saudi prince got to reconsider uh, his booking because if not, next year we'll have the Undertaker and Rick or yeah, the Undertaker and Rick Flair with special guest referee Hulk Hogan in the main event, and that someone will actually die in. Spoiler: It will probably be Hulk Hogan. I hope so. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was bad. You pretty much said everything except for. You put the blame on both people, and I put the blame on Goldberg. I think the blame... No, I think I think the blame deserves to be on both people. The blame is on Vince. Yeah, I think, I think the blame is on Vince. Saying, I think the blame is on Goldberg and... For not saying, hey, these two guys are retired. I can't bring them. And you know what? They're I'll done. blame everyone in the fucking company. Triple H. I'll blame Stephanie. Shane. They could all have said, hey, Pops, these men are... Collecting washed. social security right now. Maybe they should. They're washed. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't wrestle. If not, at least put AJ Styles in the ring with with the Undertaker. Right, or just guy, put someone who could carry one of these guys, or somebody that's not as heavy as Goldberg that has can't even carry his own weight. Finn Balor, Jericho tried to excuse it on Twitter, and I feel like. I feel like it comes from the fact that Jericho is afraid that within one within one year he will be an Undertaker in Goldberg's position, aka not good in the ring. Yeah, but it's too late because he already signed a five year deal to AEW. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, he does he does DDP yoga, so he'll be good. Okay, well, I don't know. It's just I I don't think you could put a one year a one year cap on. No, I'm not putting Jericho's a one year cap on him. I'm just saying. He has a fear that he will be that soon. 
There's oh. no other reason why he should be excusing that as a professional wrestler. There's no reason to be. Well, yeah, Jericho that. could easily say, "Hey, man, you guys can't go. What are you guys doing?" And Jericho, of all people, he's usually this guy who's always, you know, he's speaking Jericho. the truth about everything. But to excuse these guys, I'm pretty from sure having I feel like Jericho match, also. Well, I don't know. Depends. I I was gonna say I feel like he's self aware to the point where when he knows he can't go, he won't try anymore. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't. There is not a single wrestler. In the history of wrestling, who's ever been self-aware enough to do that? Ever. Shawn Michaels. No. I think he was past his prime. He was way past his prime when he retired. And he still came out of retirement for a match. Yeah, but he still went. (laughs) He could still go. (laughs) No, he can't. (laughs) Yeah, he could. He doesn't even believe that. You don't even believe that. Well, that's what I'm saying. He was self-aware enough to say that he knows he can't. Just the money... And probably Vince just like I think it's too late though. Once you already step back into the ring, it's too late to be self aware. Once you did it, you can no longer be self aware. Just because you said, Well that I was that was terrible. That's not being self aware. Mm. I think Kurt was self aware in the sense where he was saying I can't have a good match every week on Monday because I took so much time off of wrestling and at this age you can just never get that back. Yeah, I think that was an element that was the of big being issue with, with Kurt. Right. That big break in between. I mean, the guy was right because it before he went into the Hall of Fame, in the he was, yeah, yeah, he was amazing. And then he takes this almost year off of wrestling, and of course, at that age, it just goes. There, I know there's someone that was self-aware. I can't think of who. Terry Funk, and he's at fucking 127 retirement. <laughs> he's the most self-aware. <laughs> I I still think Shawn Michaels was self-aware that he didn't want to wrestle anymore. And he I don't think he was past. All right, he was past his prime, but he wasn't washed when, at point where sure, he retired. Sure. But the only thing stopping me from saying he's self-aware was that he came out of retirement for a match. Steve Austin, the only person. But that's because Steve his fucking Austin neck will, he will, will die. Yeah, he'll he'll die. I, I want to say make Mick, the same. I want to say Mick Foley, but he retired and then he came out of retirement two weeks later. And There's, he was going to do a feud with Dean Ambrose, yeah. but the doctor didn't let him. There is not a single professional wrestler who's self-aware about their Ricky time the Dragon being up. Steamboat. He had that WrestleMania match with five other guys who were washed <laughs> against. Chris I think Jericho. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Ricky could still Dragon go. Steamboat was still could go in that match a hundred percent. I though. think right now he could still go. Probably, maybe. He'll, I don't know. He could arm drag Kenny Omega all year. He could arm drag anybody to. all year if he had to. He'll arm drag the entire roster if need be. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. There's not a single guy in the history of wrestling that's ever been aware that it's time to time to hang up the boots. Yeah, and left it there. I think if Cena retires within the next three years, and that I think is still a long time, if he retires within the next three years and never does a one-off match, he'll probably be the only wrestler to have ever been self-aware enough to let it go. But he's not washed. No, but you don't want him to be washed. You want them to leave when they're high in their career. And be like, oh, I'm not in my prime. Versus being Marty Jannetty and leaving when you're just high. (laughs) (laughs) I hate (laughs) Christian, um, I think 
he lost because of injuries. Oh. That doesn't count either. I did not know that. He was injured, and then he just never returned. And he I didn't know swept that. it under the rug as a retirement. CM Punk. He returned in that little gymnasium. <laughs> so now he's not self-aware. He's a hypocrite. Oh, man. There's not a single wrestler. You cannot. There's not a single one. We'll have to wait and see with Jericho. If he hangs maybe, up the boots and never Maybe returns. Dave Batista. Maybe. Dave but that's pushing good, it. But that's pushing it. He's good. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's just nobody. All right. Speaking of Chris Jericho, though, um, rumors are that he dropped out of the fire fighter fest thing. Um, yeah, he's he's on uh Twitter saying that he's dropped out of it because AEW has made the decision to make it free for Bleacher Live subscribers. And that's not free. No, it's not. Except it kind of is if you're a business. Because that's like if you had a business and I had a business and you're like, hey, everybody who has your thing, oh. they can have it. Um, so in, I, I, I'm thinking in character, he's upset that they're giving away the show for free and he's opted out of it. I don't know if it's a shoot, if it's a shoot though, because after double or nothing, he canceled <laughs> his live talk as Jericho and Starcast and just sent up a, a cutout of him. That was a and work. That was, it was a work, but he also just it's didn't work show shoot. up. It was a work shoot. So I'm um, thinking the same with this. I don't know, though. Jericho's pretty unpredictable these days. Yeah. Um, I don't quite understand. I don't think he understands his character right now. Well, yeah. And what is his character? I'm. Uh, He's kind of like this uh, lunatic fringe or something. Well. He goes off on these rants and, like, when he has matches, kind of just goes out of the ring and just starts throwing his opponent everywhere and like grabs cameras. And if you watched uh dominion, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. His match with, um, Okada, which yeah. was not my favorite match. Uh, I think the gimmick was fun the first time, you know, yeah. now he's just replaying it every single match. He does the same stuff, same yeah. table spots, same throwing him over the announce where the announcers are. Grab the camera, point the, the middle finger. Yelling the opponent's name for no reason. Okada! Yeah. Kind of like imitating the crowd. Yeah. But he doesn't have like a, I don't know, he just doesn't have a character. His character is just like, I'm better than everyone and why would I show up to wrestle you but I'm still going to wrestle yeah. you. Is he going for like a Joker character? I is that know. why he does the face paint stuff? Um, Probably not. I don't know. I'm Maybe surprised like he didn't really talk influence. about that. I, I, I'm surprised he didn't talk about that when he did the first match because he he talked about everything besides his character. Like, yeah, and usually he talks. Usually he does. I mean, we've heard him tell the story about when he debuted um, on Raw mm-hmm. and did the the pose. Right. He talked about where he got all that from. Talked about his suit character in the WWE when he became Hill. Yeah, heel and best in the world character. So, I mean, unless we have to wait longer to find out where he got the inspiration from for this. Maybe that'll be in his sixth autobiography. 
Yeah, maybe we have to wait for that. You think he's going for nine-time New York bestseller? I don't think he's ever hit New York bestseller once. No, maybe sucks. he has. But the last sucks one probably suck. not. But I don't know. Um, Not the best match, though, like you said. Yeah, usually... I mean, usually you get, like, a good match. This was just kind of like, uh why I mean, we didn't we we didn't even want to finish the match. Yeah, no. We didn't. No, we didn't. We just went, we got to the finish. Cuz we we know Okada match is going an hour. Yeah. And there was just no point of seeing. Okay, what's longer his his championship reigns or his matches? I don't know. Um So let's just start at the beginning of uh Dominion. John Moxley. John Moxley. The Mox. The Mox. Um, the new IWGP United States heavyweight champion. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I know, but I just like saying it. Um, He had a match against what we believe to be a young boy. A young lion. Once a they step lion. into the ring, they're a young lion. Okay. He is a young lion. Not believed to be. He absolutely is. He is? Okay. So, well, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm fresh into the the Japanese wrestling scene. So I'm just learning some of this stuff. Um, so he had a match with a young lion. Um, had the match. He won, of course, pretty quick match, pretty good match. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from John Moxley outside of the WWE. Now that he's kind of, I guess, free to be himself now. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask you though, do you think what do you think's a better fit for him? New Japan or All Elite? Um uh, I don't know yet because we haven't seen anything from him in All Elite except for the run in. Um I like the two matches he's had though with New Japan. They've been really yeah. solid wrestling matches. And just I mean, we didn't finish talking about the AEW, I mean the New Japan stuff, but so after the match, he comes back and helps the young lion out. Well, before, f- first, he cuts a promo. Oh, yeah. He cuts a promo and says he wants in on the G1 right. uh, tournament. Being the biggest news yeah. ever. Oh, I mean, for the time being. For the time being. It was pretty absolutely. big. Um, then he gets back in the ring, helps out the young lion, and carries, carries him backstage. Yeah. Which seems he... to be like a storyline is starting out. Maybe, yeah. Which I haven't seen any start in AEW. Pretty weird. <laughs> I thought he was going to be another Suzuki and just murder every young lion, young boy ever. Because yeah, he's a lunatic fringe. Because um, he's a lunatic He took him fringe. backstage. I think they did a, the, a, what are those things called? A conference? Yeah. Or what Post-match are, Post-match conference, conference. Um, I didn't watch it or anything, but there's like this funny ass picture of like <laughs> him holding the young lion yeah. up and like he looks like he's like just been out all night partying. Yeah, I think it would his be eyes are rolled back. <laughs> he also just got his ass beat. Um, I think it would be interesting to see him kind of take this young lion under his wing. Yeah. And kind of show him the ways of the mocks. Yeah. And then it would be interesting. Well, then he'd be a young boy again, right? Because he'd uh, no, be his young no, no, boy. No, no. Not it, be... Well, yeah, he would be his young boy uh, in a sense. 
Um, but maybe he could get him into the ring and 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 uh, teach him a few things. I think that'd be an interesting <laughs> story. We'll have to wait and see what goes on with that storyline. But it looks yeah. it looks pretty interesting. Um, first time I've seen anything like this. Right. Um, later in the night, a bunch of good matches happen. Uh, that I can't remember, but the maybe the most shocking news of the week of the weekend the week i would have to say for a mark like myself um kenta is now part of <laughs> new japan pro wrestling uh yeah and he yeah, wants in not, uh he wants in on the g1 tournament i did not see that coming at all man i thought he was gonna just go into noah maybe yeah have some matches with Pac. i don't know why i expected that well, it's because that's where he came from, right? So that's what well, you I. Expect. But no, like more, um, more specifically, more specifically against Pac. I don't know why. Um, I thought that, and I was wrong. Because you're and, nerd. And <laughs> <laughs> Shibata comes out and he introduces him, and yeah, yeah, so. it's crazy with a shirt that says Takeover. Yeah, that's pretty black mage. and yellow. I think that's, that's actually a Shibata shirt. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. Um. But, but yeah, that's it's cool. pretty tight. Um, man, what kind of news? Yeah, man, I woke up to a Google alert. Google mm. alert. That sounds weird. Um, on my phone, it said Kenta wants in on the G1. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? I open it, and it's a whole article. And that picture, it was a picture of Shibata and Kenta. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe it. The benefits of having iPhone, right? Where you don't get Google Alerts that spoil the yeah. show from the night before. Yeah. Or, I mean, just the flaw in not living in Japan. Right. That's also true. Um, Yeah, that was crazy. And I can't believe I managed to go the whole day <laughs> yeah. without seeing that spoiler anywhere. Yes. Pretty so. good. Pretty hyped. For that, uh, hopefully he's injury free in in his uh career from now right. on. Yeah, because he was definitely prone to injury in the WWE. Right. Um. But yeah. Um. Will Osprey versus Dragon Lee. Man, think, what a match! Yeah, I think that was the match of the night. Yeah, that was the. I uh, that was the match of the week. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um. I don't think you said that they had a match last they've had a match before right i remember or, it? or no dragon Lee against match. um oh uh hiromu uh takahashi yeah dragon lee and hiromu takahashi um after the last best of the super juniors yeah i don't remember that which is when uh hiromu got injured i don't remember it being against dragon lee yeah I mean, I'm pretty sure. But I'm pretty sure I won't forget this match because this match was crazy. Um, Are you looking it up? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it was against Dragon Lee at the G1 special in San Francisco last year. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why. It was after. Or actually, maybe it wasn't right after he had won the tournament, but. It was some point after he had won the tournament. Yeah. Um, so Will Will Ospreay is 
now the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, there we go. That's a lot to say. It is a lot to say. He's one of, I believe, four people who have won the Best of the Super Juniors tournament more than once. Fergal Devitt and Jushin Thunder Liger being two of the other. I don't remember the last. Um, but I think that's a great accomplishment, especially yeah. being a Gaijin. Um, I will say that... <laughs> you're going to say something controversial. Or something that is going to trigger me. I will say Will Ospreay is one of the most elite wrestlers. Okay. Yeah, I, no, yeah, I agree. In the wrestling industry. I agree. Um, there's sometimes some matches where there's a lot of stuff that I kind of roll my eyes at. But for the most part, he has really solid matches all around against yeah. just about anyone. Um, yeah. I mean, he almost killed Kota Ibushi and Dragon Lee, uh, but he is a solid wrestler, man. And I think, I think all of this talk about New Japan being in trouble, losing the elite. Oh no, dude! I I think they proved with this show that, yeah, they're not in any trouble at all. No, no, not at all. Especially because they have, I mean, there's all that talk about AEW being exclusive contracts where. Okay, yeah, if they're so exclusive, why is your biggest star, Chris Jericho, doing shows with New Japan still? Right. Why is John Moxley doing shows with New Japan, which doesn't seem to be a short-term thing because he's, he's the got United the title. State, yeah, he's the United States champion, and it looks like a storyline has already started, which right. you haven't been able to manage to do yet. Right. Um. Have that. Kensa just signed, obviously, or what seems like he signed. But those two names alone, and then you have Will Ospreay, you have Naito, you have the whole Ingo Bernables. You got you still have the Gorillas of Destiny, absolutely. Which they also had a good match with um, Evil and Sonata. Uh huh. Um, you have Okada, right. As much as he has a Sam Martino syndrome, you still got yeah. him. Um, who else? You got that one dude that's uh, bald and b- kind of big that's kind of scary when he's shooting on people. Ishii, the new uh, Never Open Weight champion. Yeah. Um, you got Suzuki. You got Suzuki. You got the ace. You got the you ace. You got um, Jushin Liger, even though yeah, he's Yeah, Jushin Liger's still soon. going. I mean, he's going to retire next year at... Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, but you can still get get some good stuff out of him. Maybe he's the self aware guy we've been thinking about Liger? <laughs> that we forgot to mention. Um, no, he. I think no. I think he's still. I mean, he's like fifty, I believe. Yeah, but he can still go. I don't know. Can he still hit a phoenix splash? I haven't seen him do it. So. He doesn't have to. I think he should. He invented it. I don't think he has to. Exactly. Why reinvent the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not reinvent it, but uh, refine it. You know. I mean, he's living in 2020. Sure. Um, they have a lot of star power. Yeah, they do. And I think uh, I, I we were kind of blinded by the elite. Yeah. Quote unquote, leaving as well as 
um, Kushida leaving. Oh, that yeah, yeah. It kind of blinds you from seeing just how much star power they actually have. And not only that, a lot of the guys, they don't even need star power. They just put on such good matches. And New Japan as a whole put up, puts on a great show. Right. Yeah. I think at the end of the day. I agree. Um, and another thing I saw, I don't know if it was real or if somebody made it up, but it was a tweet from New Japan saying, um, right. I heard there was a, uh, we we heard something like we heard that there was a shortage in wrestling on Monday nights. So every Monday night on uh, New Japan World, we're giving out a free match. Right. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. real? Yes. That's lit. Yeah. And I think something like that, it, it's, it's not bold enough. Not that it's not bold, but it's not bold enough to make it seem like they're trying to go to war. Yeah. But it is kind of like a move. Oh, it's like, like a don't count us guys, out. Yeah, we see you guys complaining about wrestling. We have some for you. Yeah. And it's good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, And it's true. I think, they, I think they have a right to be really cocky with their wrestling because they've got some huge stars. But even without the stars, they've just got really good matches. Yeah. They have people who know how to carry themselves in a match. Uh-huh. They know, I don't know. I think everyone really understands their character and they yeah. understand how to go into a match as themselves. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And everybody, it just seems like everybody has the most confidence there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and everybody plays a certain role and nobody complains about it. Right. Unless you're Okada and you look visibly bored. Or you're um, Naito and you don't want to be the IC champion. So you just throw it around. Right. Well, right. But that's just really good that's just part of the story. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And even stuff like that, they just have really good stories that last a long time. I mean, that whole thing has been going on for years. Yeah. And it's crazy because we're... We don't even fully understand the story because it's, right. most of it is just a whole different culture. Yeah. It's a whole different. I mean, people wrote a video. So there's this guy on YouTube. He wrote like a, almost like a video essay about his character. And I think when you watch that, I watched it. It helps you understand the character and it helps you realize, damn, New Japan kind of really has good writing in their characters. Yeah. Or if not New Japan, then the characters themselves, the wrestlers are really good at molding their characters. Yeah. Really good. Do you think that, I mean, this is just kind of because we don't watch New Japan product on a weekly basis. Right. We try and watch WWE product on a weekly basis. Do you think to truly enjoy the art that you don't have to watch. It's not necessarily, nor do you have to even watch on a weekly basis. Um, No, you don't have to. Um, Because we just watched NXT UK. And we had yeah, a, true. We watched a good match. I just watched 205 Live earlier today. Yeah. And I watched two great matches that I really enjoyed. Uh, just I, I mean, just last week when we were watching random one-off matches. 
like classic matches. Yeah. You could just enjoy that without knowing much about really what's going on with the story because really what you should be watching for is the wrestling. And I think that's what a lot of people have failed to do these days. Yeah. Is really enjoy the wrestling. And I understand five segments, hour and a half before you get into a wrestling match. It's annoying. But if you find that to be annoying, find a wrestling show that structures the show around the wrestling and you'll enjoy it. Yeah. If you actually or like even, wrestling. Even if you like let's say certain wrestlers that are on WWE product that are on main roster being Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. but you don't like the format that the shows are in, you can just watch the pay-per-view shows. Sure. Because they're going to recap the whole story for you anyways in the best form. Right. Right. They're going to cut out all the stuff that you didn't really need to see in those video packages. They're going to break down the important part of the story in those video packages, and then you'll have the match. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's I think there's a lot of people right now in wrestling, mainstream people on Twitter, that they don't watch wrestling because they actually enjoy wrestling. They like it because they want to cheer for these big names. And make it seem like they're enjoying the wrestling when really they just want their big name favorites to win. Yeah. I think when you put that aside and just go into it as I'm going to watch some wrestling. As long, a majority of the time it'll be good. And if it's good, you should enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, like when we went to Lucha Underground, we walked in there not knowing really who was going to be there, yeah. what to expect. But we walked out enjoying it because it was good wrestling. That's true. So if it's the rest, if you want to say you're a wrestling fan, go. there's so much shit online. Go to YouTube, type in two random wrestlers' names. You'll probably find a match between them. Watch it. And shut the fuck up about, (laughs) oh, it takes one hour to get to a segment. If you like wrestling, just go and watch wrestling. I don't see people who are like film enthusiasts go on Netflix and be like, it takes me an hour to find a good movie on Netflix. You're not looking hard enough then for what you think you want. Yeah. So just go and find your wrestling on the internet. Go watch some randoms. I just watched maybe last month, these two tag teams that I'd never heard of. Oh, Tommy Gunn. (laughs) Yeah. At some state fair. Where nobody was around the ring. Nobody was watching them. But they had a good match. And I enjoyed it. Not knowing who the hell those people were. Oh, you're a hipster. I'm a hipster, yeah. Um, No, because when they show up in a big company, I will never remember that I watched them <laughs> on some random YouTube video at a random state fair. True that. Unless they're the Young Bucks. I mean, unless they're their Young Bucks. And I'll be like, this guy's still working his back? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think... That's all we have this week. I mean, if you're if you watch if you oh. like WWE, here oh. I'll give you this right now. If you like WWE and you complain about Raw and SmackDown every week, what I 
if you're not watching 205 Live, watch it. If you're not watching NXT, watch it. If you're not watching NXT UK, watch it. I know you have the network. You pay $10 every month to watch one pay-per-view. Get your fucking money's worth and watch those three shows every yeah. week. Well, if I mean, you're not enjoying the product, stop watching Raw and SmackDown and watch those three, show- three shows. It's three yeah. hours versus five hours, three hours that you'll enjoy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't watch Raw. I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown. Did you watch Raw or SmackDown? No. No, exactly. And but you know what? I watched wrestling this week, and I still enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. We watched New Japan. Um, you said you watched 205 and NXT. I only watched the NXT UK match, that one match, which if that that match is good, and it's even better if you listen to the TIE Fighter <laughs> attack song from <laughs> Star Wars, play that while you're watching the match, and it's going to fit perfectly. Yeah. It's the... Um, UK strong style against <laughs> British strong style. Oh yeah, British strong style against uh, Imperial, Im- imperialism. Imperium. Imperium. I- imperialism. <laughs> that's no, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> um, so yeah, go watch that match. Dope match. I'm not even gonna spoil the finish for you because you probably haven't watched it because it was earlier today. So um, so yeah, that's it for this podcast. This podcast i'm hoping to change the whole vibe of what we're doing so do not expect to tune in and hear us only talk about raw or smackdown like this week we didn't even talk about raw or smackdown because we didn't watch it because we decided to um take in different types of wrestling that isn't just on the usa network maybe next week we will talk about only raw and smackdown maybe next week we'll only talk about nxt um which, man, there was just so much to talk about because Velveteen Dream is going off on the same subject we're having about main roster being not what people like. Right. And, like, he he's more talking about, like, who's to blame for it. Um, but, yeah, do your own research. And if you don't do your own research, maybe we'll talk about it next week because yeah. that is something that I think yeah. he made a lot of good points. Yeah, and, it, I mean, it's still a topic that he's going on about, so... But yeah, that's it. That's it for this week of the Foreign Object. You can follow me on Twitter at New Age Rudo. You can follow the co-host Walk with Geo on Twitter. Um, let us know what you guys think. If you watched Dominion, let us know what your thoughts on Dominion was. Um, if you watched Raw and SmackDown, tell us about what happened because we didn't tune in. Um, NXT 205 Live, any type of wrestling, let us know what you're watching and uh, we'll start a discussion. And um, That's it. Deuces.